0: Welcome to the Strand Baptist Church Podcast. New episodes will be made available every weekday for the full duration of the lockdown here in South Africa. For more information, please visit our website at www.strandbaptist.org.za. Thank you for joining us and welcome. This is part two of our five-part discussion on the church in lockdown. Joining me for the discussion is Dr. Paul Hartwig and pastoral intern at Strand Baptist Church, Matthew DeMondsey. If you haven't listened to part one, I encourage you to do so. It's episode 27 of our podcast. Today we'll focus on the teaching ministry of the church. And um, when we come to Acts chapter 2, I want to structure our conversation a bit around this, uh, uh, around a particular verse, Acts chapter 2, verse 42, just to help us kind of move from one one point to the next. And in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, we read, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, the fellowship, the breaking of bread, and the prayers. So when the church gathered, these are the things that they did. And you might want to add verse 43 and following where they cared for one another as well. So those five elements, the the teaching of the apostles, the fellowship, the breaking of bread, the prayers, and then obviously the care and compassion element of being church as well. Let's take those one one at a time and just talk through what it's like to be faithful to that as part of the church, but in our current circumstances. So starting with the teaching, um, Matthew, I want to start with you. How do we remain faithful? How do we exercise teaching, uh, give teaching? and receive teaching when we can't gather the way that we normally
1: would. Yeah, It's such a tough thing because all of us strive to be biblically faithful. And when you read the New Testament, um, whenever there is preaching, there is the gathered people of God. <laughs> and right now we can't gather. So that just makes it so much Harder. And even as we spoke about the church gathering and the necessity of the church gathering, we also gather to submit ourselves under the authority of God's word as it is being preached. Now, praise the Lord um, for the fact that we live in a mm. time where we have so much um, technology and mm. it is a gift of God to us. And the fact that we are having mm. this conversation um, testifies to that. So can we teach Can we preach? Um, Can we share God's word with people? Well, yes. Um, Praise the Lord for that. We can do that. And we have been doing that um, with our recordings as we we preach and send that up online and and put it up on websites and the like. But um, I will say one thing I I miss about preaching or teaching is seeing the people's Mm. faces. Um the room that I use that we've converted into a little office, there's this blue curtain that I always have to preach to. (laughs) I'm sure this curtain is tired of (laughs) hearing me at this point. (laughs) I don't get to see the people's faces anymore. Um, And it's such a strange thing. It's something I've never, we've never even thought about the possibility of not um, preaching to people. And there were occasions in the past when I I had applications prepared Hmm. And as I'm teaching the text and I'm looking at particular faces, I think to myself, if I say this right now, that person will be entirely crushed. Mm. This is not the best place to say it. Or maybe I see someone here who might need a particular application, and I can kind of go harder on that Mm. application. Or, or, Or even in Bible study, when we when when I teach. There is questions that come up. There is back and forth that happens. And I'm learning from God's people, even as I teach God's people. And so, although there's an element in which we can teach, we can bring God's word to the people, there is still something Mm -hmm. missing. The something missing yeah.
0: there. Um, Paul, how has it been for you because I know you are also still engaged in, in various forms of teaching and, and instructing people in God's word, even in this time. How has it been for you? How have you made sense of teaching uh, while under lockdown?
2: I think certainly, as Matthew said, uh, in these unusual, unparalleled days, we, are, we have the greatest uh, technological facilities. Uh, at our at our fingertips that's that's uh, that's quite amazing and so certainly i've had to learn to exploit some of these things i'm very much i like probably like the two of you like speaking person face to face etc and do the teaching in the congregation yeah. uh not to a flat screen congregation or or just a, a disembodied image or disembodied voice out there um but uh, realizing that actually this this is the only thing that we can do um, I've mm. certainly had to exploit this opportunity and uh, we've uh, with the classes that I'm taking we're doing that on the internet uh, church that we attend Heather and I attending out here in Lakeside that's going on the internet um, but I very much feel like the Apostle Paul who particularly if you read Thessalonians you know Paul was at Thessalonica for two three weeks he was suddenly pulled out pulled away from them, and he writes in one Thessalonians you can just see he's longing to be with the people again and to long to to teach them Mm. Um, I I long to be with everybody again like Paul so I'm feeling I'm sympathizing more with Paul and but also then, well, what did Paul do in his day? Well, the writing of letters. Of all the, yes. Most of his letters are surrogate for his own personal ministry. He couldn't be there personally. So he used that medium. Um, and I'm sure if Paul was with us today, he would use, be using the Internet. That's the technological equivalent of the letters yes. in the first century. Um, so in, in this artificial period, exploiting the technological advances and harnessing them for, for ministry in the church and for the gospel. We really need to, I think we can all learn from that, we, we, we have to, and to become a bit more mm-hmm. adept at some of those things and using them by all means, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians mm-hmm. 10, by all means uh, use these for, for the good of the gospel and the growth of the church.
0: I I completely agree. I think one thing that that people forget is that preaching is not one-way communication. Mm, Um, It it never is. Whenever we we preach, um, when we see a confused expression in the congregation, we know I need to repeat what I just said. I need to rephrase what I just said because someone doesn't understand. Or if I get a particularly perplexed or frustrated expression, I know that something either hit yeah. home or that person's in distress. And and so there's this back and forth the whole time between the pastor who's doing the preaching and the congregation who's responding to the word. And I don't think people realize just how mm. much you can see just expressions. Yeah. And, um, and obviously in some churches, people are even more vocal. Um, they'll say out loud, amen, or preach it, brother, or whatever the case yeah. might be. And um, and you get used to that, that, that two-way communication while you preach. So preaching, Matthew, I'm with you, preaching uh, to, to a curtain is not exactly something that I enjoy, but it's something that we do. And I think one thing people may have noticed is even our sermons are shorter because um, it, it, when we preach to the church and it's the, this dynamic situation, you sometimes ask uh, questions, you have a pause, but where there's no... Yeah. congregation in front of you it's very hard to have that natural interaction with people and, and it's very hard to do that mm. over a recording though we try yeah. we try um, mm. but Paul picking up on what you said about uh, using the means that are available to us I, I, I'm so encouraged to know that the apostle Paul used the means that were available mm. to him the fact that they could write mm. the fact that they could send letters um, the fact that they they, those letters could then be mm. read to others in, in granted public assembly, yes. but still. Um, so, teaching's not bound. Teaching's yeah. not bound to the yes. assembly, but it is a major part of the assembly. And so, we do miss uh, an element of that, a part of that, at least. Mm. That was part two of a five part discussion on the church in lockdown. Join us again tomorrow as we move to the second element of ministry as it's described in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, fellowship. God bless.